Do either of you remember Ubos? Um, the term Ubos. sounds familiar, but I can't place where I know this from. Ubos, Ultimate Book of Spells. No. no. I, rem- I remember Sawboss from Jason the Wheel Warriors. No. What, whatever no, whatever this word sounded like, it's not what I thought it was. Not a lot of people remember Ubos, I don't think. Um, I should... Uh, uh, when it aired... It wasn't, like, for my age range. But I watched it out of fascination because I don't even think if I was the intended audience, I'd like it. Because Ubos stands for Ultimate Book of Spells. And that's the title character of the cartoon. It's a book with an old man's face. And and as but we like, all know, like a children... creepy old man's face. So here's what I'll say: like children, not known for being big like fans of books as protagonists. It's like books, nah, books suck. Oh, I I remember this face. That face is weird. I remember yeah, that weird yeah. face. It's like here, kids. Here's a book crossed with Baron Harkonnen. <laughs> what do you fucking think of that? Oh. And I don't think they thought very much of it because it uh, ed- it ran for like twenty six episodes. Yeah, so I this show is like a thing I never would have said I remembered until I looked at pictures of it, and I vividly remember this red haired kid, this weird red haired kid, and and the book with the face on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, looking back now at pictures because I wanted to just refresh myself because I was like I've got nothing to open with today so I'm just going to talk about Ubos for a second um, oh by the way hello Laura Harron hello Gav hello um, hello. hello hello um, ultimate book of spells let's get back to it uh, like I remember now like the, the blue haired girl that's in it so um, I, I clearly there's a picture of her kissing the, the red haired boy yeah. with the word pop above his head <laughs> as if that's the I, noise that makes. I must clearly have seen this show because like I don't remember the villain that I'm seeing in some of these images, but I do remember these sort of like floating hover scooters that were a thing. And I remember there's some screenshots here of like a, a girl with yellow hair that's like a giant or something. And I remember this character. I'm just like remembering odd bits of this and going, oh yeah. I remember yeah. maybe 30% of this show existing. I'm looking at the bad guy, this sort of, like, uh, uh, like Ming the Merciless-looking Defenders of the Earth kind of, of guy, and I can't really I can't really recall him. No, don't remember him. I don't no. really remember these sort of, like, dragon <clears throat> villain things. What's it called, sorry? Ubos. Ubos. U-B-O-S. Yeah. Ubos. Yeah, so like this, I'm it's looking... where Ubisoft got their name from. <laughs> yeah, the the more I look at images of this, I'm like, I remember like maybe thirty percent of this show existing, but also there's a lot of key things that I do not remember being yeah. things. It that's does a weird look show. some way kind of familiar. I think that's basically the issue you have when you're a title character and mascot, and you think kids are gonna want to buy toys of it. Mm. Is a book. With a creepy old man's face. Yeah, they probably didn't sell I, many of those. Yeah, I'm having a feeling that a lot of people like if if you show them a picture or get them to like Google image search U, like Ubos, they'll look at it and say, "Oh right, I sort of think I know that." I'm I'm and reading. I, I'm it's just, not very memorable. I don't. Think, I'm reading the plot, and result. the plot does not ring any bells to me. So I vaguely remember the character names Cassie, Vern, and Gus. Uh, apparently they just got this book in the post out of nowhere, this talking book, and it sent them on a quest to the centre of the Earth to stop Zarlak, who is a powerful yeah. wizard, stealing all the Earth's magic so he can escape his prison. The moment I get down to the centre of the Earth, I throw that book into, like, <laughs> a river of lava or whatever it is. Like, for, you'd burn up before you got anywhere near there, actually. So it's like the moment it got a bit hot, oh. I'd leave it down there and just walk on back so, up and be like, I don't want that bullshit in my life. I'm, I'm reading the Wikipedia page. Ubus. This show is weirder than I thought it was. Did you know that the book was one of the, the character's great-grandfathers? It wasn't actually a book. Oh, yes! Yeah, it was just yes! a, it was just in disguise as a book for some reason. It was, it yeah. was Cassie's great-grandfather. This lovable, this lovable mascot <laughs> that they are going to sell toys of is some random kid's grandfather, but as a creepy book. Yeah. With, like, like, it looks a bit like Basket Case from the B-movie horror flick Basket Case. That's what, it's horrible, but with big eyebrows. 
Yeah, this this is a fucking weird show. TV shows are weird. I I found yeah, out the horrible. other day. I I found out today. Sabrina the Teenage Witch is now forty two years old. What? The, the, uh, the, what? The, the, oh, really? Yeah, the character, the 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 woman, what's her face, oh, Melissa Joan Hart, who played Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She's oh. forty two. Wow. No, right, the, right. Yeah. And that was weird when I thought like, you meant the show, and I was like, "That's no. fucking older than I am. That cannot be right. No. That would make it no. like." <laughs> I want. I wonder how old Jace is from Jason the Wheeled Warriors now. Uh, Jason mm-hmm. the Wheel. Is this a real no, the... thing? Wheel. Oh, Wheel? it's a, it's I, a I, it's a cartoon from the eighties and nineties with the I, best. I had theme. a great theme tune. There's a power that comes from deep inside of you, because every day you're reaching towards the light. And you know there's a long, long way ahead of you. <laughs> that show Brilliant. aired. That show started airing pretty much six years before I was born. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's that was that was 1985. Wow. <laughs> oh goodness, terrible. The Dreamstone, TV. brilliant cartoon that I don't think really, perm- like like really penetrated culture and became remembered all that well. That was very good. It might not have been very marketable either. Um, the villain genuinely looked like the devil. Not like like an actual stereotypical Satan. It was just like, this is a very realistically detailed lizard monster in a pit. And it throws his minions into scorpion pits. Wow. And I watched this when I was like four years old, That's I think. Dark. Like four or five. Oh, I... It was fucking great. And he spoke. he spoke with like a... Like, it was even more growly and menacing than uh, Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Like, imagine Dr. Claw, but with an English accent and with genuine malice. Next time. (laughs) I'll get you next time, Gadget. I'm I'm suddenly just looking, like, at at a list of, like, 90s TV shows that I forgot (laughs) existed. Do you remember Zap? Yes, I remember yes. Zap. The one where okay. it had like a like a um like a comic book cover or something and it kept like yeah. zooming into different skits. That that, that. I used to Looking. use images from it in the Jim Quisition. Um like Smart Artie, which was Neil Buchanan at the t- uh dressed up so, as a stereotypical French artiste. Ha 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 Here is here is like a, a fun story about this. There's there's a couple of like children's TV characters from the nineties that I am legitimately terrified of to this day, and one of them is Daisy Dare you from zap i don't know I why like I you may have heard so this creepy. story before no i've told, yeah, I've told the mr blobby one before i've told that i'm i'm terrified of mr blobby but i'm also right. terrified of daisy dares you from zap maybe that's why they replaced her or, or did she replace no no she replaced because there was a different because she does the whole challenges kids to do wacky things but there was a period where it wasn't her it was like a secret agent that didn't really have much personality i think that came first and then they replaced yeah. it with daisy dares yeah it's, uh, what was there there was cuthbert lily he's dead he's silly. dead silly yeah that oh, was that... like a wacky sketch with a guy just faffing around yeah um yeah basically like for those unfamiliar with zap it was a, a TV show that was presented like a real life comic book, aha, and they had a big like fake comic book set made with hovels cut into them to be panels and the characters actually like hanging out in them and the camera would zoom in on random ones and it would play out like a skit and there was like smart arty who would draw things on the wall and then he'd, they would be real Am I right that none of the characters spoke? Um, Other than I believe like, so. He, 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 like, yeah, like Smart Artie was like, oh, ho, 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 and yeah. Cuthbert Lily, I think, was like, nah, 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 nah. I think and Daisy Dares was like, but that was a, the yeah. basic amount of it. I, I think that's what creeped me out about it is I don't like children's yeah. cartoon characters from the nineties that don't speak in proper English. Like, really creeped me out. Like, blobby, blobby, blobby. I see. <laughs> yeah. I see. Apparently, just like, no, I need, I need you know, full English sentences, or I'll get freaked out. <laughs> you know what? It's it's such a dangerous rabbit hole to go down to YouTube. Like some of your favorite like kids show teams that you grew up with, you will end up all night. <laughs> just oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got. Every, I have it's... to say, we got the best ones in the eighties, though. Between like Ulysses and Mask and fucking Ulysses. Transformers, and like all of those themes were amazing. They. It was a golden age. Like, like I was like born in like eighty four, so mm. I get a bit of that. 
But then me and my friend who was the same age as me, we often joked that being a 90s kid was mostly like watching reruns of shit from the 80s. Yeah. So we were lucky enough to get that and, and some good 90s shit as well. Um, I was watching Danger Mouse because that, that was on Netflix. I don't know why it came up in the recommends, yeah. um, but I, I watched a couple episodes, of, obviously just the ones with Duckula in them. Um, just as soon as I saw Duckula oh in a thumbnail, Duckula. I'm like, oh, early Duckula. Duckula and I was, was amazing. Yeah, talk, you want to talk good fucking theme tune? Mm. Duckula was two good theme tunes because it had that thing that I, I mimic on the Jimquisition now with a, an original intro and outro. Different music for each one. Ducula. Oh, you do that really well. Count uh, Ducula. That's... Oh. Mm. Sorry, I was disarmed by just how good that was. Oh, I always remember um, Nanny from that. Oh, Ducky! Ducky Bros! <laughs> There's if Nanny Jim was and to play a character in Ducula, it would be Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> and Victor von Gosswing? Yeah. Vampire Hunter? It's a vampire! Oh gosh, that, that I remember. That voice I remember. I've been Victor like, von oh, Duck, yeah. Speaking of ducks and theme songs, Ducktales, we, we like what a oh, theme song. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Just a moment there of silent reflection yeah. for the Ducktales theme. I think yeah, everyone's like, the new one they now. did for the reboot ain't too bad either. It's okay. It's, it, right. it's better than a lot of reboots, I think. Yeah, I only saw the first episode. Uh, Justin showed it to me because he he really likes Disney stuff. So he showed me the, and I, and I think he, he loves DuckTales a lot. So he showed me the, the reboot and, and I was like, you know, I, I, I very fondly remember DuckTales, um, but the reboot was, was decent enough. It seemed. And the way, and the way, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. If if you can't tell, folks, there's not much gaming stuff this week. It's so quiet. Like, and it, it's really like, there's nothing to talk about. Two uh, thirds of this podcast are just waiting for Dad of War to come out. Yeah, like I'm, I've got a good backlog of like, like, e like what I call evergreen episodes for the Junquisition, so that's fine. But when it comes to day to day stuff, it's just like, fuck the the game industry so dull, and I'm just waiting for God of Stupid to come out so I can throw axes at things or whatever it is you're doing <laughs> there. I've forgotten now, yeah. but he's got a big beard. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I want to play the bearded Warman I'm, game. I'm trying to avoid saying too much about it on the show until you guys have had a chance to play it as well, because like otherwise I'll just be like, "Yep, yeah, it's good." Yeah. Next time, um, but yes, good, and the, and I will wait until you you've both played some more before I yeah. say much more I've about it. I've heard nothing but, but good things. So yeah, it you know it feels like. It deserves the fact that it's currently the highest rated uh, PS4 exclusive. Like, I think it deserves that. DuckTales, woo. Tales of daring, do fighting. Good DuckTales, woo. DuckTales. Is, is this now Sorry, the plan I just when we have, have to do that? <laughs> no, I, I like this. I like the idea that when we have a slow news week, we get, like maybe one week it'll be so dead that Gavin will just give us an hour long concert and it'll be wonderful. We'll just, yeah, like we, we could call it the campfire special and he could he could tell stories and do guitar. And that'd be great because that'll make up for like the years of him never being able to get a word in edgewise <laughs> if he just led a nice come by our session. Um, I think that would be very healthy for everyone. Gavin, what's the next song in we the could do, we could do an entire musical podcast like Always Sunny did. We could, but mm. just be aware you'd be carrying most of the weight of doing that because <laughs> practically all of it. Yeah, we could maybe chime in with like, do do. We're waiting for Dad of War. We're making up yeah, the song as we yeah. go. We could, which we could which would be horribly like out of in. sync. Yeah, because the Skype call lag would mean that even with as much editing <laughs> as possible, it never properly line up. So it would be like. Kind of interesting and also unbearable, we, we which managed, wouldn't make it too different from our common stock. We managed Bohemian like you once. We we we, we, we did do yeah. I I, I I did put a lot of work into getting that as almost synced up as it yeah, could be. Yeah. <laughs> it was almost there. It was enough that it was like probably not painful to listen to. Yeah. You just got me thinking about songs I want to sing on the podcast now. With my too. inability I'm, I'm to fucked sing. off. I couldn't get an early copy of God of War. Oh, oh no, yeah. Gavin! Having, having to wait until release. What? Oh, how will you live? <laughs> uh, so, should we talk about some video game things that happened this week? Because there's a couple of bits of newsy stuff. I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
so newsy bits we got this week. Uh, this is a a rumor that's been going around uh, quite a bit this week. I think it's I believe it started on Polygon. Apparently, the new Call of Duty Black Ops uh, Four Black Ops Four is it this this time that they're doing? Yeah. Uh, it's apparently not going to have a single player. Well then, I'm not buying. Yeah, it. that pretty much there goes my last reason to you buy. Go it. buy. Yeah. yeah, this this is the thing is apparently in place of a single player, they are heavily considering putting in a battle royale mode. Of course they and are. You you know what sucks yeah. about this is what? that Black Ops One was one of the best uh, campaigns the series had. Yeah, honestly, and like two was it, good. Three was I, a complete utter mess, but I I get the thinking that is. Hey, we have an incredibly big brand. If we take that genre that's really popular right now and put our incredibly popular brand on it, it will be huge. And why would we? If we're going mean, to do that, why would we waste money on the single player? But like, there's there's got to be people like like me out there who are just not going to bother picking it up if it's multiplayer only. I just. Yeah, but then I mean, yeah. pro- probably on a cynical business level, probably more people will buy it for the battle royale mode. Than, than would have bought it for the campaign, so... Uh, prob- I mean, I'm sure from yeah. their perspective, it's, yeah, the value ratio probably isn't in it for them because a lot of people buy Call of Duty and don't... Like, people like me who buy those games specifically for the mul- uh, the single player because they just got really sick of the, the way the multiplayer ended up, uh, probably rare, probably rare. Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm now no longer interested in Call of Duty... I was already wavering with the weak campaigns of late, so it's it's yeah, it's no big loss to me. The one really less thing did. to do in November. Yeah. The campaigns have gotten weaker, I think, because I oh, I, mean, yeah. I used to blaze through them and love them, and now I don't even finish them these days. Yeah, it's it's a real shame. Like every every year when it comes around, like it's my excuse to spend a few hours doing a shooter, yeah, and to see big explosive yeah. flashing things happen and. I'm going to kind of miss that sort of like eight to ten hours, sort of three quarters of the way through the year. It's a bit of a shame, but yeah. whatever. Good opportunity for someone to potentially step up. I'm sure there'll be yeah. another battle To replicate that. <laughs> yeah. Are there, There's are usually there any, a battlefield. Like, yeah, potentially a battlefield might might do it, but like I, I still think like Call of Duty has that name cachet where nothing quite, nothing's going to quite replace it. Mm. Not automatically, anyway. Like it's not like something just has to walk into that slot in the year and yeah. I mean, well, it became huge for a reason. Yeah. Um, You know, I was a big fan of the series for a long, a longer time than a lot of people wanted me to be. (laughs) Um, But you know, eventually, I was just like, this, this is getting it's so hard to justify itself every year, Mm. and that's what it felt. It stopped feeling like a game designed to excite people, but a game designed to justify itself. Yeah. It's like, oh, what can we throw in now to 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 excuse it being out again? It it felt a little bit like Assassin's Creed before it took that couple of years gap, where it was just like we need to have another thing with that name on the box this year. Same shit, different coat of paint. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and and it was just getting well, a, a, a am bit. I gonna, am I gonna say it? Am I gonna say it? Diminishing returns. Diminishing, Diminishing returns. returns. They are. <laughs> um. So yeah, other other bits of newsy stuff we had this week. You know how, like, in a month or so, we were meant to be getting Dark Souls remastered on the PS4, Xbox One, PC, oh, and Switch. I keep forgetting yeah. this. Yeah, oh. this was meant to be in like five weeks or something. Um. Yeah, you ain't getting that Switch version on the day that you were told. Switch version uh, has been nebulously delayed to summer. Uh, so, uh, probably because Blight Town was no, fucked that up. Was, that was my first no, thought. I say they, his, that's how his, long it's going to take them to to get Blight Town so to run. Here, right. here are some updates since last we talked. Uh, Pax East has happened since we last talked, and there's been footage, at least in docked mode, of. Of Dark Souls remastered on Switch. I know you Blight mentioned and... before that. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, like it seemed to be going okay. It's, it's just yeah. I. I don't know. It, it, it's, I don't know. It's, it, it's one of those things. People had pretty much free reign at Pax East to just run around that build as they wanted, and everyone seemed to be like, "Yeah, it seems to run pretty, pretty smoothly on Switch." However, mm. there's obviously the things of like event hardware isn't always the same as retail hardware. And there could be any number of it, issues that have cropped yeah. up. Like you know. one one thing that I know has been talked about before is that apparently some event hardware for Switch will allow the Switch to run like using the full like dock power when in handheld mode. So like that can be a way of tricking performance and things. 
But it, it is a bit of a shame that it's so such late notice that it's like a month out from launch and they're like, yeah, it's going to be summer. Sorry, bye. We'll give you a date yeah. later. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, I'd rather have it, you know, I'd rather good, have it good instead yeah. of soon. Yeah. But at the same time, that the sudden push is a little there. Plus, I was really looking forward to playing a, a gutted up Dark Souls on the Switch. And, you know, I might now just get it somewhere else first if the other ones are coming out sooner. I, so, well, you know. I mean, it's going to be good on PC because the community would be very active there. That's it. The jump, the, yeah, the, the jump in the community interest is mm. what a lot of people are excited about. There was a couple and you, you won't of, yeah. want to miss that. You won't want to miss that <laughs> that experience because it is so good when yeah. you actually get a chance to play those games. When they launch. just come out, yeah, yeah. It's it's mm. that's a special thing. To, like I've, I've described the multiplayer experience of that and how seeing the the, the ghostly apparitions of other players mm. is an encouraging thing because it's that. You're, it's a solo lonely experience for the most part, but yeah. you see other people going through the same bullshit you're going through, which is I find a nice pick me up and it, yeah. it keeps you going. And it's gonna um, be awesome taking really like five design. other people into Ornstein and Smog. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so there, there was well, like one little bit of nice news about multiplayer in the Souls games. So you know how Demon Souls recently had its um, online servers shut down. Uh, yes. Yes. So some people have basically created private servers that you can now use to play that game online oh, nice. still. Um, if you go have a, a, a look, just to have a Google, there's a Reddit thread about it where basically you go into your internet settings and change the DNS or something, and it allows you to basically just log into this fan-made server that you can now like continue to play with people online. So, hooray! Oh, hey, keeping it alive. Yeah. Um, the the other bit of Dark Souls remastered sort of news we got this week was that, y- you know, people have been wondering like, hey, is there going to be anything changed in in that in that remaster? Is it just a straight up, you know, new coat of paint? There is a little bit that's changed. There's a couple of specific things, and this was some stuff I found out from basically the source that leaked the game back in January. Um, and some of it has since been confirmed. So, um. You can now get dried fingers earlier in the game from the Undead Berg Merchant, um, so that you can start doing that stuff earlier. Um, you can do things like password matching and level syncing for multiplayer, uh, that were in Dark Souls 3 and one in the first. Um, the only healing can, item... Can you do stuff like skip the bed of chaos? No, 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 no. Um, I'm just having a quick skim through. Uh, you can only use Estus flasks in PvP, um... And oh, what was the other thing? There was a. I know there's a couple of things. Um. Oh, you know Vamos the blacksmith at the bottom of the catacombs. Mm. There is now a new fireplace there, so that so that you know, you you can respawn there, I guess. And apparently, like that's mm. everything that's changed in it. Um, that's actually a good idea, because yeah, getting like, to him is a pain in the butt. Yeah, that 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 is a nice one, certainly. Um. Apparently, like, talking to the people that were, like, working on this game, they wanted to make bigger changes and started implementing changes and were basically told, nope, nope, you can't you can't do that, nope, nope. And they were told they weren't allowed to change anything. So. Which, is, which is interesting given how much regret the creator has expressed over the second half of the game and how unfinished yeah. it is. So it's things like stuff I've heard that like wanted to be changed but couldn't involved like being able to switch covenants sort of whenever you wanted, for example, that were things that were worked on and then people were told like, no, no, you can't, no, you can't change that. You gotta leave it how it is. So that's a shame, but... Mm. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm just going to be a sun bro all the time, so... <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is the best one. Everyone should be praising the sun all of the time. We actually have a sunny day in England today. Hurrah! Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I think the last bit of like newsy stuff I saw this week that like jumped out was, um, you know, you know how we had Watch Dogs and Watch Dogs Two, and we're probably getting Watch Dogs Three this year because like Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs seem to alternate years at the moment. Yeah. Um, there is an AI program, kind of like Siri or Alexa, that 
Ubisoft created only in Canada back in January, and no one really paid any attention to it. And then some people started asking it, like, hey, when's Watch Dogs 3 coming out? And it's like, oh, hey, Watch Dogs 3, it's not finished in development yet, but, you know, the last the last build that I, the AI, played was really good, and uh, they're doing some great work on Watch Dogs 3. And it seems that this this uh, this Ubisoft AI seems to think that Watch Dogs 3 is like a game that's happening. So we're probably getting Watch Dogs 3 this year? I, How do we, do we I'm feel not, about that? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they pushed that back because I don't think any open world game wants to compete with Red Dead this winter. Yeah, that that's the thing. Like, do there's still- even... There's even rumors yeah. of a new Bethesda open world this year, and I, I again, I'd be really surprised if even if they wanted to uh, compete with Rockstar. Do we do we even know yet when Red Dead is meant to be coming out? Do we have like October, a window for it? it? I don't know because I know it's been pushed back a few times. Um, mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption to release date. Let's do some fact checking live on the show. Oh, okay, so it does have a firm date. It's apparently the 26th of October. Yeah. So, mm, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, I can see your point of them not wanting to go against Red Dead, but also I don't know if I can see Ubisoft not releasing a game in a year. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, passing up the chance to be like, well, here is here is the next big Ubisoft game. I just feel oh. like with Watch Dogs 2... Um... It was a shame it didn't do very well and it came out in such a crowded release time that there was so much other stuff and I, it got overlooked as, as a result. Yeah. Do you remember what other sort of stuff it came out with? Oh, I think it was in that big... Um, remember when there was like Titanfall and Battlefield 1? And... Oh, yes. Now, I could, I could be wrong. It might be a different year, but that's, no, my, that, that's I think... That does, I... that does sound right. And it's yeah. a shame because it was such a nice like step up from the first game. Like I, I feel like it was a much more interesting game, the second one. Oh, it was miles better, yeah, in every way. Yeah, Laura, that, that is when it came out. It came out like... In that winter where there was Battlefield and Overwatch and Doom and... and oh, and yeah. Like, well, just not good the timing. Is, yeah. The, the second game was so much more interesting than the first. And, like, mm. I... You know, if you'd asked me after after the first Watch Dogs if I was excited for a sequel, I wouldn't have said yes. Ask me after Watch Dogs 2 if I want to Watch Dogs 3. Yeah, I'll play that. Mm. Yeah, yeah so, I really like Watch Dogs 2. I mean, I really liked them both a lot. But uh, Watch Dogs 2 was... A lot better. Sorry, I didn't say anything yeah. for a while, listeners. Uh, my microphone died for for no good reason, and then it was alive again. So hello, hooray again. for technology. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they if they don't want it to compete against Red Dead, like I guess the option is releasing earlier or later in the year than they normally would. Like you know, if it maybe came out in say like September or something, would that be early enough to to not step on the toes of Red Dead or who knows? How how long how long after Red Dead would it have to come out to not get cannibalized? Don't know. Hard to say. <laughs> yeah, like if if you look at GTA Five, like years later, that game is still consistently in, in like 10. the most purchased charts. Yeah, yeah like it's it's easy to to forget quite how unfathomably huge a game company uh, Rockstar are. Um, did you guys ever see that chart of uh, Rockstar's history of games? And it basically, they were releasing like one a year, whether it was through publishing or whatever, and then it just completely stopped at GTA V because they discovered microtransactions. It's like really <laughs> yeah. sad. Yeah. It, it honestly doesn't surprise me. Like, I mean, they GTA, were the, basically spearheaded yeah. what a lot of companies took their live service, like you know that that buzzword of the year from was yeah. was that like we don't need to annualize, we can just turn everything into an ongoing service. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's a sh- it's kind of a shame because like I I really enjoyed the era sort of like mid to late two thousands where we were getting stuff like Bully, La Noir, Red Dead Redemption, where we were mm. getting like yeah. lots and lots of new IPs from Rockstar. And it does seem like they've kind of just zeroed in now on like, okay, sequel to thing that did good. This is actually crazy. They had like games out every single year. Like from, this is, let's go 2006, right? So Bully, 
uh, Manhunt, Grand Theft Auto 4, Midnight Club, Red Dead Redemption, L.A. Noir, Max Payne. And then in 2013, it just hits Grand Theft Auto 5 and stops and nothing. Yeah. Do you remember the era where Rockstar made a table tennis game and it wasn't yes. a violent, angry game? It was just table tennis. That yep. that was a fun era for, for Rockstar. I, Get back to that, Rockstar. Still, Where's Table Tennis 2? I still only want one game from Rockstar, and that's the sequel to Bully. Yeah, I I feel like it's a real shame that we never got another Bully. Jimmy yeah, and probably Jimmy never in will. his college years. Yeah. Like, we also got, like... um. That sort of like experimental stuff like we had Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare that was fantastic mm. oh yeah, yeah. I, I, they used Ma- to Max do Payne things 3 was a really interesting game like it was inventive and cool it wasn't it, it, you know it, it's not lauded as a great success or anything but I controversial really one cool. among the fan base I believe if I remember correctly I oh well yeah it was correct. very different to the, the, yeah. the older I'm, ones I'm now just looking back through like Rockstar's like catalogue of games, and there was a PS2 game they did called Oni that I'd never he- never seen or heard of, that just like has the most over the top anime aesthetic of like anime I remember girl that. with guns running through. I remember Oni. Like, I uh, yeah, get get back to some of this. There were magazine some, adverts like, for that one yeah. everywhere. Every gaming magazine constantly was was promoting Oni. Rockstar, 17 years has been long enough. Give us another Oni game. <laughs> yeah, where's Oni 2? Where, where Keep is on Oni 2? <laughs> You've just written the tagline. You you, you should have copyrighted that, Jim. I know. You, you screwed up. And I can have it with my blessing if if we get Oni 2. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think that is it for the newsy stuff this week. And we're now at the point where we're like 32 minutes in. And I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about now this week. Yeah. What we got to do? What we got to do, guys? Uh, no, I, I, I have know. played nothing this week. I played uh, Skyrim on Switch, but like, who ever wants to talk about Skyrim again? Nobody. Well, that's nobody this, ever this wants kind to. Of, this is honestly kind of my problem: is I've been going back to games I've been playing before a bunch this week, so I don't. Yeah, ancient old like, crap. I I can give you a bunch of like updates on old games that I'm still playing. Yeah, um, I'll take it. I, yeah, I can. My lunch got here like like. 15 minutes ago and and we, we've got to like fill this out all the while i'm just thinking like i should just end it now and eat my chicken Jim, but i can't Jim, if you want to eat if you want to eat your, your chicken on the show no one's gonna i'm not judge gonna you. eat my chicken on the show Jim, i want to enjoy my chicken Jim, enjoy your chicken just mute the mic and just pretend I'll that your mic died again your chicken. i'll have a bad time <laughs> eating uh, eating chicken on the podcast muted or nay Let's, let's get back to the day where we ate things on the podcast. That that was a day that existed once upon a time. That filled a couple minutes. Yeah, that <coughs> did indeed. Um, I completed my Kanto Pokedex in Pokemon Go, so I got them awesome. first 151 Pokemon. That that was the thing I did. So the raid was successful. That was the, the it, thing you were facing uh, off, right? Yeah, just, yeah, just just about. I got down to my last... It's so. The way that raids work in Pokemon Go, if you if your team has control of a gym when a raid starts, you get some extra balls with which to try and catch the Pokemon that the raid's happening with. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent my entire morning just like, no one's taking this gym, it's going to be mine, so I get some extra balls, so I have a better chance of getting this Mewtwo. I caught Mewtwo on the final ball of ten balls that I threw at it. I very almost didn't get it. <laughs> so, that was heart in my chest. And relax. And now the the urge to the urge to compulsively play has somewhat like quietened down, at least for a few days. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I can just not play Pokemon Go today, and that's okay. Yeah, it's good to hit those milestones. Huzzah! Until I start aiming for the next impossible to hit milestone, I suppose. Yeah. Jim, tell us about your return to Skyrim on the Switch. Who wants to talk about Skyrim ever again? That's the issue, though. Is... I do, Jim. Jim, tell me about Skyrim All right, on I the said Fusrodara at something. Do you what remember that? What... Yeah, Fusrodara. Oh, it was like the, a monster, probably. Thing. Like a Draugr. Because you just fight Draugrs <laughs> and Draugrs and Draugrs until you get to that point where you, you just start then fighting the... What's it? The Oh, what are they called? The Fall? The Further? Oh. Farmer? They said they were like... The Fulmer, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the yeah, like with the like eyeless and everything, creepy things, creepy mm. little fuckers. I remember the first um, time I found them, 
um, I stumbled into a cave at like way too low a level and there were loads of fauna and those god awful chorus, whatever they are, the insects that they have that spit in your face and I got completely oh, yeah. annihilated and it was awesome. Yeah, those big millipede or I think they were like millipede things, mm. but they like black insects and spat there. Cow, cow. Haven't. There, there, there was in in one of the DLCs. There was the corpse of a giant one, and it was one of the most horrific things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, what was I going to say? I got the office is being watched in the other room. It's the wedding episodes, and that mute, that bloody song's <laughs> playing. I can just ne- picture them dancing down the fucking aisle, doing all that viral video shit. Um, aren't, aren't you finding it endearing to picture, Jim? I mean, mm, uh, next uh, time uh, we have a slow news week, we should ask a few reader questions first. Or you not know reader what? questions, Jim, listener. Yeah, <laughs> listener Jim, we'll, we'll we'll give we'll give this a go, Jim. You j- like tell us what you're actually trying to do in Skyrim at the moment. Like, what's your aim? And I'm going to try and find some questions for us. Okay, cool. right. I am. What am I doing? Oh, Dawn, uh, Dawn Guard. I'm doing the Dawn Guard shit at the moment. I got as far as, uh, oh, I want to say getting stuff for a, no, no, finding the Moth Priest. There we are. Tracking oh, yeah. down a Moth Priest, and that's what I'm doing. And I've made uh, something that's focused on blocking a lot of shield stuff and uh, conjuration because I like making the monsters happen. Um, it's good to make monsters happen at people. And the Dawn Guard thing, I took the vampire stuff, so I got the perk to summon the gargoyle as well. I like and then the, if I go I like far enough companion. in Dark Brotherhood, you get Lucian the Chance. Then that's... you've got a companion with you that, I think, Serena, I think, and Serena, the vampire. That's it, yeah. Have her there as well. So it's just like, I, I barely have to do much fighting by the end of it. Have you Because I'll get the, a whole um... bunch of companions and summons and shit. I like doing that, sending a mini army out there. Have you gotten to the actual new area in Dawn Guard with the, um, the new open space part? Uh, not yet. No, it's not, really not currently on this. I'm not very far in Skyrim for Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never got all that far. I, I started it when it first came out because for the novelty of it, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I do with a lot of games that they just re-released on Switch. And uh, yeah, then then didn't really get back to it after a while. But I was just utterly bored this weekend. There was nothing to really do much work about. And because of fucking, you, I hate fucking YouTube algorithms. I don't know much about them. But I was recently advised about like being a bit more selective instead of the old idea of, oh, you've got to upload something every day. Um, so I was like taking it easy because I, I could do with some of that anyway because of just how much I've been fucking doing and not taking breaks like I should. You know, um, you know it's funny. But like... that leaves me bored because right now I'm just going through a, a period where I'm like, I don't want to deal with people and shit, so I just potter around and then play Skyrim on Switch, which is what... Skyrim is what you play when you are so unmotivated in life <laughs> and leisure and work and I, everything that I you've got Skyrim nothing else like, to do. Um, it's just like a nice comfort blanket. It's and people are like, "Why are you playing that when there's so many other games?" It's like That's well, it's look, always I've... like, "Well, you could just play Witcher," and I'm like, "Yeah, but Witcher like requires me to be like yeah. properly invested." Yeah, yeah and like I've you, I've you... had a ham and cheese sandwich thousands of times in my life, but you know I still like it from time to time. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, you, you know what my my game of that recently has been that I've just been diving into whenever I don't feel like playing anything big. Pokemon. Well, uh, no, no. Is the the big thing I've been doing is a bunch of Binding of Isaac. Um, oh, yeah. I I'm finally making some like improvement in that game. I I beat uh, Mum's heart on normal. I went up to hard. I almost got through on hard mode. Like I'm I'm getting slowly better Lovely at Binding stuff. of Isaac. Lovely I'm, stuff. I'm 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 no longer like always dying on the first or second floor of the lowest difficulty. So hooray. <laughs> I uh, uh, oh God. people who can the, do the those games Isaac, on I hard don't know if are I can... inhuman androids. <laughs> no, the thing about hard on Isaac is it's not so bad. Um, it's the things I, that I, change I, between them is uh, of a level to where like you're best off starting on hard anyway. I mean, I guess do easy oh. like normal until you get more used to it. But the, hard, the, you the get thing... like extra stuff yeah. for it and stuff. So the, the thing, the thing I find with hard is it's very reliant on what the first couple of floors of rewards I get are as to right. how well I'll do. 
I very much rely on getting a couple of good early upgrades to to do well at hard. Yeah. Well, in a way, it's kind of like it 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 plays into the the same kind of gambling sensations that you know the the monetization stuff I've been ranting about for the better part of a year. Yeah. Do except, of course, it's it's not asking for money, so it's it, it keeps you oh. invested in the game, but it's like rolling a dice every time because um, you don't know what items you're gonna get. This this did just remind me very quickly. Um, Animal Crossing on smartphones, Pocket Camp. It now has uh, loot boxes. Of course, it fucking does. They they added added loot boxes to a Nintendo game. Uh, I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah, that was today, I believe, and they're not they're not labelled as loot boxes. Course they're they're for, fortune cookies fortune, or something. The but, fucking um, snidey fucks. Yeah. Sleazy worms. Uh, so we've got a couple of we got a couple of listener questions because I actually remembered to uh, to ask. Thank you for reminding me, Gav. Um, questions. We got a question from Josh Feynard. Favorite board games. I, I don't know this about either of you. Do either of you particularly play many board games? No, I hate them. I hear it. Really? Yeah, I can't start. Yeah. I find them so boring. Oh. Well, okay, when you say you find board games boring, what sort of board games have you played that you found boring? Uh, Jesus, what did we play growing up? Monopoly, Risk. Yeah. All that the, shit. The sort of family around the table ones. Yeah, fighting I... with each other and just, you know... <laughs> No, <laughs> I never, I never used to enjoy them, and I've gotten a lot more into them does, as an adult. Modern board games have expanded so much. Game. I suppose I like, it can I like for the that one. Of this. It counts as an uh, I oh, soon oh, get board oh, game. There is one I like. Pic- oh, yeah. Pictionary. Pictionary's always been fun. Anything where you can be creative is fun. Yeah, I, I like anything where you have a bit of uh, wiggle room to come up with your own mm. responses. Um. You mentioned Cards Against Humanity. I just wanted to nod to another sort of one of those kind of card games. There's a card game called Bucket of Doom, where the whole idea is you'll have scenarios that are things like you're falling out of a plane towards the ground very fast, and you have a handful of, like, completely useless items, and you have to bullshit to the rest of the table how you would make this useful item, say, uh, useless item save you from that situation. Mm-hmm. So it's all about, like, having to come up with long-winded... I- explanations you, for things that i find quite fun you know what i think fundamentally is the problem with me for board games is yeah i really don't ever enjoy anything that uh my odds of success are based on random chance like okay. i hate anything yeah. where it's like throw a dice and this is what happens Do you remember those final so, f- uh, fighting yeah. fantasy oh, you'd books? have hated star wars i used to like too, not do the gosh. fights in the final fighting fantasy so, books at all i would I, just skip them Oh wow! I can yeah. I can recommend you some board games that don't involve it's like, like oh I'm really enjoying this cool adventure book but now oops I rolled a one so now I have to start the whole fucking book again nah fuck that <laughs> okay so here's 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 one that's like been my big board game recently that I really love and it doesn't involve any like randomized dice rolls it is a game called Clank mm. and the whole idea is that you are building up a, a deck of cards that allow you to do things like fight monsters move through the dungeon. The, the, use some magic, buy things, that sort of thing. And the whole idea is that you're trying to go through this dungeon, collect as much treasure as you can, and get out in one piece. Mm. Because every time you do something, you generate noise. And the more noise you make, the more likely this dragon in the dungeon is to attack you and kill you. So it's basically a dungeon exploration board game where the whole the whole risk reward is how long do you risk staying in the dungeon making noise mm. before you go okay i'm getting out of here and if someone else stays in they've you know that leaves them extra turns to get treasure but they might die before getting out for example there's a lot of good and, cooperative yeah. board games as well now if the fighting aspect is an issue like there, there are lots of no, very it's detailed not, you know what, it's and... not it's not even just that it's just life is very busy and I don't even that's... get to read enough books or, or do enough that's things that I enough. want to do in other hobbies that I actually like. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I just fair. I if really don't, don't have time it, for board yeah. games or to, you know, um, for those I like I, I, there are a few I like to play. Um, Battlestar Galactica, the board game is good where it's co-op, but one person is the Cylon or two if it's a big enough group and they're secretly trying to fuck everyone over. Um 
you got to like contribute enough cards to solve a problem and someone can try and, and you don't know who's contributing what so some people can be contributing negative effects and stuff. So it's, 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 that's quite good. Although it gets very paranoid. Um, I once aced it as a silent. It's great. Much most triumphant time ever. My bestest time ever. Um, what else is there? That's good. Uh, I like betrayal at house on the hill. Um, oh, that's I played good. that uh, like a couple times. Um, a friend of mine it, like uh, brings it sometimes. So that seems that that was that was always fun when I played that. Um, what else is there? The guys always play letters from Whitechapel, which is okay if you've got too much time. <laughs> if you've got too much time, it's one player is Jack the Ripper secretly moving on this board and t- keeping note of where they're going, and everyone else is a, p- a police officer trying to head mm. him off at the pass as he escapes from the murder. Um, I believe there's a, another game it's been based on or something um, like that. But there, there, is a, there, there is an incredibly similar game called Scotland Yard, which there is we basically go. the same sort of thing. There we go, yeah. yeah. Um, that's quite good. There are other ones that aren't so random and stuff. There's, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a, it was a silly game just about like, there are diamonds in a bag and you, uh, everyone passes the bag round and some people can take the diamonds out. And it's, it's just this whole thing about the mob boss gets the bag back and they count how many diamonds are left if there are, and they try and work out who stole them and whatnot. And there are roles as well, like cards with, with, job titles and stuff that are also in the bag and if you take those they give you different advantages different abilities and um or is it different abilities or the the mob boss has to guess those as well it's something like that it gives you another job to do so it just it it changes the game up a bit yeah um that one was fun that was just a silly little throwaway game but it was fun enough a board board games are one of those things that i definitely don't play often but one once a month or so i'll really enjoy sitting around a table with a group of friends just having a couple of glasses of white wine and and playing some board games yeah they can do they can be nice yeah. they make me a nice chill days that's the thing it's like yeah. if, if you just if you're hanging out with some friends and you're at a loss for something to do then some of the modern board games you get now are pretty worth checking out yeah. i bought the dark souls one but i've still not tried it i've still not gotten it's, a group together it's, it's to try one it on my to try list but it it seems a daunting enough one Cut. that like i don't want to i i, I want to throw it at people that like l- like learning new complicated board games can i tell to pick the right group for that can i tell you my favorite um victory in pictionary ever because it was like so little chance my partner would guess it but he did what was it um the word was perjury and uh i drew a cat and i drew jerry adams and he somehow managed to get it (laughs) (laughs) that's an expert play oh that's 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 brilliant i i I love stuff like that um so actually i will throw in a nod like this is an easy an easy nod to make with stuff like this but if you like those kind of draw things come up with silly answers type things there's a couple of video games that basically take that sort of board game idea the jackbox games but on top of that there's also um use your words is another good one like that for coming up with things and people having to guess stuff those kind of games um right so other questions we've got one from alan miller what's a game that you know like the back of your hand that you could probably play through from start to finish maybe even 100% without needing to look up a guide for are there any games you know that well you reckon do you reckon you could you could 100% fall out through i don't think i would 100% it or (laughs) want to 100% it but because i mean that would take years (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you you reckon you know that's that's the game the game that you're like I know this inside out. Yeah. I I I don't think there's any I've played Fallout 3 so much that there's nowhere new for me to discover in that. There's nothing new to find for me in that game. The only game off the top of my head that like I'm pretty confident I could 100% and go find all the secret stuff in is the first Beyond Good and Evil. Like, I've played oh, that yeah. game through too many times. I'm pretty sure I could 100% that from memory. Um, I I can't think of any others off the top of my head. What about you, Jim? Are there any g- Ooh, games that uh, you, Here's that another you, one. A Link to the Past Ooh. as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good shout. What about you, Jim? The only one I could confidently call, because I've got a terrible... I only remember obscure bullshit like Ubos. I don't, I've got no room in my brain for like stuff that might actually be useful to me in any capacity. So the only one I could 
like cool with any degree of confidence and even then my memory would be rusty because some of the playthroughs I only did once would be uh multiple playthroughs on Silent Hill to get the end uh, Silent Hill 2 to get the endings um because I did once go like do all of them um one of the few games I've loved enough and consequently enough not some big open world or multiplayer thing um to go through and 100% if you will um, getting all the different endings and everything. This was before, uh, I think I played that before, before I really had uh, bothered watching much of YouTube and you didn't really see a lot of that stuff. So, you know, it, it, I went through and did it all myself to see everything because yeah. I was that into Silent Hill as a series and Silent Hill 2 in particular, which is still my favourite game of all time. Um, so, yeah, that's the one I, I think I know more intimately than any other game. I, I feel like a, a, a secret amount of shame that's just popped up because as you were describing playing through Silent Hill to get the multiple endings, I I just momentarily thought of the first game that had multiple endings that I played through over and over to get all of the endings. It was Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. Oh, my dark shame. I I played way too much of that game. Oh, no. That's, that's capital. Liking that. Uh, I played yeah. that once. I did, I think... If I recall correctly, I did beat it once. I would never play it again. I don't think I ever want to touch it again. It's it's the kind of terrible trash that just like it was just angsty enough for <laughs> angsty teenagers to be on board with. Yeah, I can understand certain people at certain times in their lives <laughs> thinking like, this is what I need to do right now is to yeah, I need, unlock I all need, the endings and shadow the hedgehog. Yeah. I, I need a character who's just head to toe in black and red to rock music with a gun that is best friends with the president. The president had a photo Shadow of Sonic Hedgehog and Shadow was, on was his desk. With the president? <laughs> yes, there is a scene in which like the president of the United States is like talking in the White House. Oh yeah, Shadow the Hedgehog across... is like, a political thriller. Yeah. yeah, it pans across and like there's a photo of Sonic and Shadow together in a frame on the president's desk because like clearly he was friends with them, I guess. He was like, that was a long time ago. And then the president's like, but you, and he's like, I know what we fucking did. It's, it's an actual scene from the opening to... cutscene of Shadow the Hedgehog. That which is, is surprisingly a close to an actual cutscene, yeah. Um, Don't you what? tell me what I fucking sacrificed. <laughs> um, so other questions we've got. Helen Nilsson asks, how often do you clean up your workspace? <laughs> There's your answer from me. I can't. I, I can't. Gav, I can't function yeah. at all in this. I just drives I, me crazy. I have a somewhat organised mess on my desk. Like there are, there are always a lot of things on my desk, but there's always room for like my arms to comfortably be in the position that they're in when I work, and all of the things are like lined up and organised somewhat. Even that's, if there is like a lot of tat on the desk. My desk, literally, right is. My monitor, my speakers, my keyboard, my mouse, nothing else. <laughs> um, I'm, have, I'm having a look at things that are on my desk right now. There is a uh, tin of mints. There is a small pair of nail scissors. There is a packet of ibuprofen. There is some Vaseline. There is a slinky. <laughs> but they're all very neatly placed on the desk. So does that count? <laughs> I mean, some people love having kind of tat on their desk, don't they? I mean, I've, I, some people like that kind of colourful, <laughs> happy clutter. Whereas for me, I just my, I, can't, uh, I, can't, I, I have to have everything very minimal. My desk is basically a just a nerdy mess. Mm. It's got multiple. It's got a big Ganondorf on it, a big Zan <laughs> on it, Blade from Puppet Master on it, a Xenomorph, of course, Mysterio, of course. So Aloy, I, the guy from Hotline Miami. I uh, I have jacket. all those things. They're just on a desk next to my work desk. Ah, on the that's work the best way to do it. I've got a big L shaped desk, so I've got like the I, computer space on the the little oh, yeah. part mm. of the L, and then on the long part because it I, needed the long part. All <laughs> of my shit. I I have been looking at getting an L shaped desk for my uh, for my office soon, so that may well I may well do the same, but. Yeah, I, I like having things that I might need in, in my day just sort of like in reach but out of the way of like where my arms need to be for work so I'm not having to work around them. Yeah. 
I approach mess the same way I approach any issue in my life is to put it off for too long until it gets to the point where I'm like, I can't stand this and have to deal with it. And then I have high, to deal with it. High five. That is, that, that's, that's very me. Um, yeah. See if I can find one more question we, we can do. Um, James Rice wants to ask, how many Battle Royale games do you reckon will be announced in E3? <laughs> oh, God. I'm not looking for... I'm honestly... I reckon... <sighs> so, are there any, like, I want to say there's... Like, the new game in this franchise is going to be a Battle Royale? Well, I think there's going to be a lot of modes. Because it's... Modes, it I think. It feels yeah. like it's probably a very simple mode to add into a, a game. I, like, you, I, I want to say we'll sure at least Red see Dead some Battle Royale it. action... Yeah. I'll say we'll, we'll see at least some Battle Royale action at at least each of the major E3 conferences. Yeah. Maybe not including Nintendo, but that doesn't really count because they're not really part hey, of E3 hey, anymore. Hey, don't, don't write off the possibility that they could release Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Royale. I mean, there's a name in the making. Yeah, exactly. You, 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 I would get that one. Itself. I would you know, get that one. Considering how old the movie was and considering how the Hunger Games brought it all back to prominence it's funny how long it actually took for the battle royale genre to catch on in gaming now yeah, like, well it, it, it kind of waited for a lot of other genres to kind of come out first because mm. it got it's got the shooting and the survival elements that came from the popular survival wave and so it took it took these different blends to turn them into and obviously fortnite added in building yeah. as well it it, re- it also required games to get to the point that you could comfortably have a hundred people in a very large map with relatively strong online matchmaking. A lot of people with easy access to do that as well, yeah. Yeah, like, there, there was there were a lot of barriers. You couldn't have released, like, a popular PUBG, like, for the N64. Like, you yeah. just couldn't have done it. Even I can, you know, play multiplayer games with effect down here in, you know, Mississippi with its shit-ass internet. Um, it's at least good enough for that. And and that's that's yeah that that's what it really needed for it to to really take off because until then the concept was a little hard to conceive I guess until you had all the di- disparate elements in place. So a lot of stuff happens I guess is you you don't see the hole in the market until a lot of other holes have been filled a bit like a jigsaw puzzle I guess. Uh, and and with that that's yeah. probably <laughs> a good place for us to to finish I think I think we're done. Yeah. I'm hungry done, for my chicken. We've done about an hour. You can go have your chicken. We're sorry that, that we got in the way of your chicken. Oh, again. it's all right. I'm going to have to nuke it for a few seconds. Um, what, Laura, do you do on the internet that people can have a look at and read and, and all of that? You can find me at Laura K. Buzz most places on the internet. Laura K. Buzz on Twitter. Laura K. Buzz on YouTube. You can also find me on Dice Funk, which is a Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast that I'm on every week. Um... The episode that I recorded the night before this podquisition made me cry for like an hour after I finished recording it Aww. because I got way too invested in in my lovable Yu-Gi-Oh! I was worried, Laura. I thought you I were going to say because it was bad. <laughs> no, no. Like we, we, we. The the story we are collaboratively telling through D and D reached a point where things happened and I had emotions. I was like, Aww. oh, I'm too invested in this character I've made. <laughs> Things happened. So go listen to Dice Funk. It's self-contained seasons. I'm in seasons three and four. They're both good. Go listen to both of them. Well, there we go. And Gavin, you music lad, you, what do with that? You can find my songs on YouTube. Just search for Miracle of Sound. You can find me on Twitter, at Miracle of Sound. And if you want to support me and help me pay my bills, you can find me on Patreon, where I this week opened up a... uh, a Discord chat where people can chat to me and Laura's in there too and Laura, she's a mod, so you can probably chat to Laura too. Actually, I joined your Discord yeah. as well, Laura. Indeed, we're both in each other's Discords and doing occasional bits of chat. I got really confused because uh, I clicked on yours thinking it was mine and there was like loads of trans people sharing their pics and I was like, oh, this is really nice. How did this pop up in my... Uh, and then I was like, ah, this makes more sense. <laughs> this is Laura's chat. Yeah, we we were having a nice trans people sharing nice self-supportive yeah. selfies. That was thread. a really was a nice, nice thread, actually. Yeah, yeah. it was a really nice thread that happened. It's, it's a very nice little uh, little Discord group. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. So thank you all for listening, as per usual. Um, I've just got the same stuff to report as usual. You know, Jim Positions on Monday, Jim Impressions and stuff. We've got God of War as soon as I get my hands on it. Um, still working on a Celeste one. Um they said, just got a lot of shit to, to 
pull through at the moment and, and, and other weird technical issues, all sorts of weird bullshits going on. Um, but we'll, we'll get through it. It'll be fine. Um, and, and focusing on a fucking match, of course. Um, so, so all of that stuff. Uh, but we'll have a state of Sterling up at some point soon to talk about and uh, the, the, the minutiae of that. But I'm going to go eat a chicken. I'll see you later. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Don't, don't look up pictures of Ubos tonight. You'll have, not before you go to bed. That's, that's, that's just a you'll, safety you'll warning. Have, you'll have bad dreams. You'll have bad Ubos times. Ducula. All You'll dream all your books are secretly old men. Yep. My Ducula was more like Chief Wiggum. Right, I'm going to go eat a chicken. Bye.